Hi, guys. Welcome to What Sarah Said, a podcast by me, Sarah Hackwith. I'm a certified eating psychology coach who struggled with my own food and body image challenges for about 15 years. And this podcast is where we're going to dive into all of the things that I wish I knew back then when I was struggling. We'll talk about what it means to be truly healthy, how to overcome some of the most common eating and body image challenges, and how to step into our power in a really big way. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the role that fear plays in our lives when we're struggling with eating or body image challenges. I'm going to be listing several of the most common fears that I see when coaching clients within this realm, as well as some perspectives that will hopefully shift the way that those fears feel for you. This one is meaty, y'all, so buckle up, and if I may make a recommendation, I would grab a pen and paper for this and take some notes because you're going to want to go back and reread them later. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the second episode of What Sarah Said. We are talking about fear today and specifically the way that fear kind of shows up in the realm of food and body image challenges. But, you know, I would be remiss in recording an episode on fear if I didn't talk about the fact that fear is just something that I have had a lot of familiarity with. I've been kind of a scared person. And I think that that's something that takes people by surprise because I've done some crazy things. Like I packed up and moved to New York City when I was 22 years old with like three rolling suitcases, no job and no apartment. And I just like booked my one-way ticket and figured it out. But it didn't mean that I wasn't scared. It just meant that I wanted something more than my fear. And I have to be completely frank that I am someone who actually does have several phobias. So when people tell me like, oh, you're so brave, you're so fearless, I kind of have to laugh because that's just not true. I was actually raised by two parents who are paramedics and they were paramedics in Vegas in the 80s where it was just a little rough, you know? So I was raised in a very sheltered household. I mean, I wasn't allowed to go do things that other people did because my parents usually saw the repercussions of that on the other side. So I just was scared of a lot of things. And specifically, I'm very afraid of needles and heights. Um, But thank God we're not talking about any of that today. We're talking about fear in the realm of food and body image challenges. And if you are thinking to yourself, well, I don't think that I have any fear about this, but you do struggle with food or you do struggle with what you see in the mirror and, and making peace with that. I'm here to tell you that fear does play a role in that. And a lot of people don't make that connection. Fear is one of the biggest reasons that they are stuck in their eating or body image challenges. You know, I believe that we are all born with kind of a blank slate emotionally. Um, And now we're not talking about generational trauma. This is a blanket statement. I'm very excited to dig into generational trauma in a later podcast episode. But for now, blanket statement. I believe that in regards to food and body image that you were born without fear around food or what you see in the mirror. I believe that you were born as an intuitive eater without a bunch of food rules. I believe you were born without self-loathing. And I believe that you were born without this overwhelming desire or pressure to be smaller. And somewhere along the line, and at what age really honestly depends on your environment, your family of origin, et cetera, you learned those things. 
you bought into those beliefs because the people around you believed them too. So it's totally common. You come by it very honestly. Now we find yourself with a mixed bag of rules and regulations and thoughts surrounding food in your own body, but none of them are actually inherently you. And at the root of all of these rules and beliefs and restrictions, we meet this emotion of fear. And let me explain that a little bit. On the outside, these fears masquerade as a little bit more superficial. It's a fear of weight gain, a fear of losing friends, a fear of losing or not getting a certain job because of your body, a fear of being called fat, a fear of being unhealthy. All of those things may be superficial fears, but it doesn't mean that they're not real, okay? It doesn't mean that they are not founded. You have every right growing up in the world that we are in to feel those ways. But those fears aren't really the true root of the problem, right? They're they're like a symptom. They're just what present on the surface. The second level of those fears, if we go down a little bit, is a fear of being rejected, a fear of being looked down upon, a fear of not being accepted. And all of those are also very accurate and true. We just kind of broke them down even further. But at the root of those fears, the base of all of it is a fear of not being enough. I honestly think that this fear of being enough is so huge, so important in our lives that if we all decided that we were going to tackle it and we like got over this fear of not enoughness, like I don't think hardly anyone would need to go to therapy anymore. (laughs) It's that big of a deal. It's that big and it really is the root of so much. Okay, so how do we start to tackle this mountain? How do we start to overcome that fear of not being enough? I've got a few things that I think will help. Number one, you have to have big radical courage. You have to stand up to the belief that has been ingrained in us from a very young age that says that your life's goal should be to get smaller forever, especially women. Ladies, our brains are being taken up by this desire to be thinner and it is keeping us busy. It is keeping us distracted. You have bigger fish to fry. You have other things to do. You have to make the decision when everyone else is going right and worrying about diet culture and calories and new workout trends that you are going to go left and worry about other more real stuff. You're going to get deeper. You're going to answer your soul's calling and not society's terrible version of what you should look like. They don't know what you should look like. You know, your body knows. And you know, this, this radical courage of going upstream and choosing to do something different is you saying in this body today, I am enough, not tomorrow's body, not in my neighbor's body, not in a photoshopped or face tuned body right now in the body that I have, as I sit here, this body is enough with all of its amazing rolls and folds and wrinkles and marks and scars and stretch marks. When the rest of the world is like prizing this unattainable level of perfection, that is bold. That is big. I read a quote that I have actually on my desk that I look at every day because it speaks to me. And this is a very real fear for me as well that I've kind of managed to get to the bottom of this fear of not being enough. The quote says, we don't get to be brave unless we're a little scared first. And y'all, I want to be known as someone who is brave. I don't want to be known as someone who's scared. And so if that's you too, 
You have to start acting that way. You have to step forward even when you're not quite ready. Number two on my list of things that will help and you might have to deal with as you decide to face this fear head on, you may have to relinquish your desire to hold the title of the healthy friend or family member in your community. You are serious about challenging some of these thoughts, not real, not not necessarily true, but these thoughts, you'll have to work on relaxing around food and releasing yourself from a lot of these food rules. That means that you get to be normal. And honestly, I can say that when I was in my disordered eating time, like normal was terrifying to me. I prized myself on my discipline and on being different than other people and on doing things that other people couldn't do. But then I realized that that also had a whole other blanket of issues and I don't need to chase that. You don't, if you're truly deciding to go up and look this fear of not enoughness in the eyes, in the realm of body and food challenges, you don't get to carry around a lot of the food rules and restrictions that got you that title of the healthy friend in the first place. Like you might have to start taking some more rest days. You might have to learn how to listen to your body. You might have to learn how to value other parts of you more than what you see in the mirror. And this can be a very uncomfortable space for someone whose identity has been wrapped up in their activeness and their ability to be disciplined. You might have to start developing some new hobbies and learn how to redefine who you are. What do you love to do? Like, who are you if you're leaving out descriptions of your body or what you physically do to take care of your body? That's where we get into the good stuff, y'all. At the end of the day, dieting and exercise are just hobbies. They are. And yes, there's a level of self-care that exists within that. But especially when you're in this place and you're trying to heal and get over it, you kind of have to put it in that category and be like, that's just a thing I do. That's not who I am. I think about this quote all the time because I am a three on the Enneagram, which is very much someone who feels like their work defines them. My output or the way people view me defines me. I have to sit and remind myself that I am not a human doing. I'm a human being. I am who I am. I am not what I do. So if that's you, hopefully this is resonating. I am so there and it has taken years to get to a place where I could begin to relinquish some of that and separate myself from my output, my behaviors. Number three on my list of things to work on as we break free of some of these fears, you have to mentally make the decision that your body is no longer your calling card. A little related to what we talked about in the last point, but Even above and beyond that, the world values thinness for women above like basically anything else. Our society has told us from a very young age that our bodies are the most interesting parts of us. And it has attached this sort of like righteousness to our ability to be disciplined and beat our bodies into submission. We are calling back on that courage that we talked about in point one. We have to go back to that. You know, hopefully, whether you've fully absorbed it and own it, maybe it's just a thought that you can recognize is true for now and that's okay. You know that you are not a body. You are a soul in a body having a human experience. You are not just skin deep. There is so much more depth to you. At the end of your life, no one is going to stand at your funeral and say, you know, he had a great 
six pack or wow, she went to the gym like twice a day, every day for basically her whole life. Those are things that you're doing. They're not who you are. And I think that there's more to you than those things. If that's you, it's okay. I hope you're proud of the hard work and the effort that you put in. Maybe it's time that we redirect some of that effort into other spaces, back into our well-being, not just physical, but emotional and mental and spiritual too. Number four on my list, the last thing that I have for you guys, honestly, one of the hardest things, you just have to start. If you know that this is something that's holding you back, you just have to start going through the motions of acting like that courageous person in this realm. Your brain's job is to keep you safe and comfortable. And if you struggle with disordered thoughts, then that is your comfort zone. The easiest way, although still hard, (laughs) to move out of that zone is just to do it. Don't overthink it. Start to call on your intuition and do things quickly because you want to. Start to live in such a way that if you think about something, you decide to do it. Now, obviously, like within reason, don't go like rob a bank. Don't go do something crazy. But if you're overanalyzing that food choice or that outfit or that activity, decide to move forward with boldness. Decide that you're going to just make a decision and you'll think about it later. Even when it's uncomfortable. Honestly, I think the hardest part is just doing it and stepping forward. And I want you to know that you can choose a different story. You don't have to be someone who lives in this overthinking space. You can choose a different reality for yourself. And it's by this, by starting, by doing one thing at a time that moves you closer to your goal. I personally believe that healing can start to happen in an instant, but you have to want it bad enough and you have to go for it. It doesn't come to you. You go to it. You really do have to be your biggest champion in this realm. And even when your voice and legs are metaphorically shaking, keep walking forward, you guys. The world profits so greatly off of your hesitation and fears. And once you can remember that, I think you can start to lift your chin up a little bit. You can move forward and leave those fears and thoughts and worries and not enoughness in your dust, y'all. Leave it behind. If this is something that you struggle with and you're like, oh my gosh, I hear you. This is me. This is my life. I don't know how to move forward, Sarah. I don't know what steps to take. I don't know what to do. I am here for you. I work one-on-one with clients all the time doing coaching on just this stuff. And I would love to help you if that's where you're at. I also have an incredible group program launching in January of 2021 It will be something that I run more regularly as a signature group course. And so there's options for you. Yeah, there's options for you getting support in this realm. If it's challenging for you, I know you can do it. And I know how worth it it is on the other side. And I just want to encourage you today to keep going, whether it's with me, with someone else, whether you take yourself on that journey, however you do it, just start, just go. So proud of you guys. Love you always. Stay tuned for the next episode coming up very shortly.